You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And before we get to Baldy, i got to tell you all the good stuff about Baldy as well and who he's brought to you by. Uh, driveway.com. Odyssey Insider, Odyssey NFL Insider Brian Baldinger, as always, brought to you by Driveway.com. If you're looking for a car, Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, get it delivered. Brian's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, uh, with Jason Locke on four-eyed Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL. Baldy, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well, guys. Good to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, happy, happy to talk to you as well. Um, obviously, Falcons in a, in a bye week, so chance to kind of maybe reset a little bit. A lot of the thought around here is that we might see – Desmond Ritter when they come back from the bye next week against the Saints. If if that's the case, if if uh, if they decide to move, to move away from Mariota and put Ritter in the game, what's reasonable to expect from him in the final couple weeks of this season? I you know I, I can't put like a, a number on. I mean, look, Marcus has thrown five touchdown passes in the last five games. You know they're one and four. I mean you got to you know I mean I know that they're a little undermanned and you know Pitts is out, but I mean you got to have more production. In the passing game, they can run the ball well, and Marcus is a big part of that, and that's good. But they need more production in the passing game if they're, you know, if they're going to compete down the stretch. And if they make that switch, uh, you know, sometimes you make the switch because it's the right move. Sometimes because you got to take a look. But we're seeing these rookie quarterbacks play. Brock Purdy, you know, played pretty well the other day, and we're seeing Pickett is winning some games. I mean, you kind of want to see what what he has, you know, and if he can be the guy going forward the way Pittsburgh feels like, you know, they can go with Kenny Pickett going forward. I I just don't think you can wait till week 18 to throw him in there and Mm -hmm. give him a game. I mean, I I think you gotta, you know, I think you gotta take a look and the only way you'll ever know what he can do and what the expectations might be is by letting him play. But Baldy, when he, when he does become the starter quarterback, because I do think he's going to start next weekend uh, at New Orleans do you see any difference in maybe how Arthur Smith calls games? Say that again, Randy. I said I, I do think he's going to start next week. I said, do you think anticipate or anything of uh, of Arthur Smith calling the game plan any differently because you got Desmond Ritter there instead of Marcus Mariota? Yeah, you know, I, I think Desmond Ritter is a good runner. He's fast. He might be as fast or faster than Marcus. But I think they could do some of the same things that they do with Marcus. Uh, you know, he might not feel as comfortable yet doing it. Because that's not what he did at Cincinnati, really, but, you know, at the University of Cincinnati. But he certainly has the speed. If you want to run quarterback sweeps and some of the things they do with Marcus, mm-hmm. read options, I mean, you got to respect him. So I don't really think 
it's going to change that much. He just, you know, it's just a question, Randy, honestly, of how, how he sees the field. You have to kind of do what they've done to Justin Fields, which has really been very helpful to him. Um, you know, kind of spoon feed him, give him half field reads, roll him out, use his legs, all those kind of things are all possible. But I would think that they already do a lot of that with Marcus to begin with. So to answer your question, I don't think it has to change very much. Baldy, maybe the answer to this question is different four games from now if Ritter plays really well. But we're we're nearing the end of year two with Arthur Smith and, and Terry Fontenot as the general manager. Um, how do you feel about just the general positioning health of this franchise compared to where it was when these guys took over a couple years back? Mm, I mean, obviously the record, you want the record to be better than it is. And to see him kind of fall off here over the last month is disappointing. But, I mean, you got to say that when you look at, you know, how they've transitioned Cordero Patterson to a start and running back with the addition of two rookies in Algier and Huntley, uh, you know, the addition of Drake London and Kyle Pitts, it looks like the offense line, I know the left guard's been in flux, but it looks like the offense line's been stabilized, at least on the offensive side, you can say, okay, it's better than it was two years ago. And then defensively, um, Ebikati, I think, is going to be a good player. I mean, you could go, you know, I think Dequan Graham is going to be a good player. You know, they've moved on from a lot of veteran guys. And so now you go, okay, um, you know, can they continue to find playmakers, pass rushers, and that kind of thing on that side of the ball? I would say that they've moved in the right direction. Uh, You just want to see, you know, more more production in the win column. Baldy, uh, you know, so, so we talk earlier. We talk about Jimmy G. They're talking about he doesn't have to have surgery, but obviously, Purdy is, it seems like he's going to be the starter for a while. I said this, Baldy, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Does it seem like San Francisco is the one team that could possibly have a rookie quarterback because of the roster and the play calling have an opportunity to go far? Yeah, I do, Randy. I mean, you know, he came in the game in the, early in the first quarter last week, and Miami immediately just dialed up blitz after blitz, pressure after pressure. And he didn't fold to any of it. Now, it's, it's one game. Uh, but it's a talented Miami Dolphin uh, defense. They got first-round picks all over the place. And, you know, he didn't fold. He had no fear of throwing the ball in the middle of the field, the way a lot of young guys do. Uh, he bought time. He, you know, option routes to McCaffrey aren't easy to read if you haven't played with them. Uh, you know, you don't know exactly what he's going to do. Read the body language. If he's going to sit down in his own, run through it, you know, finish the Texas route. Like, he seemed really good at all that. And so, and the defense is lights out good. So I do think they can have success. Now, you know, you get to the postseason, it's just different, Randy. Uh, you know, how teams right. defend the sudden death, all that stuff, the pressure can mount. Uh, and can you make five big throws against a good team in a tight spot to win a game? I, I, I'm not ready to say that yet. Uh, you can't expect your defense just to go out there and just shut teams down in the postseason. Um, you know, even last week against the Dolphins, they did a good job of controlling the Dolphins and controlling Tua, but they, they had their chances in that game, and they just, you know, they couldn't make those plays when they needed to. Bali, I'm asking for four teams here, two from each conference, that you feel at this point of the season, we're far enough into the season where we've got a pretty solid sample size that you have the most confidence in. Who are the two AFC teams and two NFC teams that you have the most belief in? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, you know, I still think, uh, you know, the AFC, I've got confidence in both Buffalo and Kansas City. Um, you know, I know they played earlier this year. Buffalo won the game. But I believe in both those quarterbacks and both those teams and the rosters uh, on both those teams. And then in the NFC, I, I believe in, in the Eagles. And then I would toss it up between right now between uh, – I, I like the Eagles and Cowboys and San Francisco, and I'm not slighting Minnesota. But I've seen Minnesota play against Dallas and Philadelphia. Right. And, you know, they, they didn't look very good against those two <laughs> right. teams. So the quarterback didn't look very good. So I think that if any of those teams, I think Dallas is just going to keep getting better and better. I don't know if they're going to sign Odell Beckham. I don't know that that's that they have to, but they look like, you know, they just keep getting better and better the way the offensive line is playing, the way the run of the ball, and the way Dak is playing. Well, uh, we were talking about his body uh, right before, uh, with, with, with uh, our producer, Bo, about Sean Payton. And, and, and we all are pretty sure that he's going to come back and coach again. If you're one of those top ten teams that need a quarterback or whatever, a coach, would you trade that top ten pick to get a guy like Sean Payton if you're a Houston or or or, or, or a uh, L.A. Chargers type team? Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd do it in a second. Like, the only thing New Orleans misses right now, more than anything, is Sean Payton. And just the innovation, the creativity, the commitment, just, you know, just the roster building, um, you know, his participation in the draft, like he'd help out any of those organizations you just mentioned. In fact, I mean, I, you could even say, I mean, gosh, I, I could think of 10 teams right now that if they said, okay, first round picks, two first round picks, I think that's what Gruden got, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. two first round picks to come to Tampa, won a Super Bowl right away. I mean, it was a stacked roster, but he still won it. Um, I, you know, draft picks, are important. Don't get me wrong, but you know, give me a coach with a vision and know how to lead. Uh, that's more important. Uh, you you can always find the roster. You can always add players, free agency, trades, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Sean Payton, I mean, I could see him. I know. I, I think he kind of wants to go to the Chargers, Randy. Like I could see that I, yeah, team being yeah. turned around right away. If they can say healthy, but if they can stay a healthy body. No, nah, it's, un- it's it is unbelievable. <laughs> Some teams are just so. Uh, it's just, I don't know, they, there's just a voodoo doll out there that teams just keep getting stabbed with. Yeah, that one sucks because you talk about it leading into the season every single year. If they can just have yep. a little bit of injury luck, and they never do. Uh, Brian Baldinger joining us here. Odyssey NFL Insider joins us every single Wednesday. Uh, you mentioned the Eagles. I think we're all on the same page as far as believing how talented they are. What, what has been the biggest improvement that Jalen Hurts has made this year that's led to his play? Yeah. Um... I know Jalen pretty good uh, over the you know since he came in. He I remember him telling me two years ago before he even started a game that he'd never really been coached. You know, at Alabama nobody coached him. You know, Lincoln Riley did in Oklahoma for a year and he was there. You know, Doug Peterson and his staff he said really didn't do much. It seems like Sirianni's really gotten through to him, right. and what they have Ben Johnson, the quarterback coach, all like I, I just think the coaching has been really good. And then, you know, the addition of A.J. Brown, um, you know, it's like Matt Ryan with Julio Jones in the prime. I mean, you know, you're looking at an MVP candidate when you have a guy that literally you could throw the ball up to like he did last week, jump balls, 
contested balls, 50-50 balls, whatever you want to call them. And he knows that his guy is going to go get it most of the time. So that's helped a, a great deal. But just his decision-making, um, I think, has gotten a lot better. And then just the trust that he has with A.J. Brown on the roster and playing behind a, a good offensive line, really good offensive line. I mean, he's if you're not mentioning AJ, you know, Jalen Hurts in a MVP conversation, right. then you're not having a true conversation. Baldy, what did you think about what happened over there in Nashville uh, with the Titans as far as fire your general manager, you're in the lead, first place in your division and all those different things. What did, were your initial thoughts of that process? I, I was shocked. I mean, I was here in Philadelphia doing the Tennessee Titans against the Eagles, uh-huh. you know, when all that came down the day after. And I, it just caught me off guard. In fact, I saw John down the field hmm. just said that, you know, you know because – Look, you have to look. They lost three starters in the first quarter of the game. You know, like it's hard to replace your middle linebacker, your starting wide receiver, and your best corner going up against the Eagles and think that you're going to, you know, slow that team down. Not to mention Danico Autry. I mean, you just go through the list of guys they've lost. But, you know, left tackle, best pass rusher, all this stuff. So, I mean, I, I think it was totally unfair to John. And if you want to say, okay, you know, he should have gotten A.J. Brown deal done. Well, all right. You know, were you ready to write the check for $100 million like the Eagles were? I don't think they were ready. Mm. So, I, you know, I, I just find it hard to believe that they can make that move when they're in first place. Like, what are they what – what, like, what's the benefit right now of doing it? You know, like, what, what yeah. a jump are you going to get by relieving John Robinson right now? Yeah, it's, it's very curious timing. That's, that's, that's the thing all. about it that I don't understand. They're going to be in playoffs for the fifth time in seven years. They're in first place. A lot yep. of it is, is very confusing. Baldy, we appreciate it, as appreciate always. You, Thank you. Yep. My, my pleasure, guys. Brian, Have a great week. Brian Baldinger there, Odyssey NFL Insider. Follow him on Twitter at Baldy NFL for all his Baldy breakdowns. And, again, he's brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 